Are you frustrated trying to figure life out on your own? Not sure which way you should be going or what's the next decision you should make? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Gracefully Surrendered Podcast, where we teach women how to gracefully surrender to God's plans, ways, and ideas for their lives. No more trying to create the perfect life. The perfect life was already created for you. It's just time for you to surrender. I'm your host, Brittany R. Robinson, and I believe you're at the right place at the right time. So let's get started. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Gracefully Surrender podcast, and I am so excited to be with you guys this week. Um, I'm doing a little bit of, not a little bit, but a lot of a continuation from last week's episode, Get the Oil. So you guys know that was based in 1 Samuel chapter 16, where Samuel went to anoint David as king, and he went through all seven of David's brothers that was like, you know, they looked apart, but they was not a man after God's own heart. And David was all the way in the back, tending to the sheep and the goats, killing bears and whatnot, working on his slingshot, and God sent for him to come out, and David was anointed as the king of Israel. And so, you know, last week I kind of broke down two the two types of people that were in, well, it was more than one type of person, but the two main types of people that was in that text, the David and the Samuel. Samuel was the one that was going to anoint the king. He was looking for the answer. David was the answer, but he did not look the part. And so Samuel was like, I know Iliad was his brother. This got to be the one. He tall. He fine. He all built and whatnot. This the king. And God's like, no, sir, that's not him. And so today I want to be talking about from the David perspective, right? How to be content in the season that you're in, whether it's a single season, whether it's a season that you're still in your job and God's called you to be an entrepreneur, whether your season is married, but you want to have children, but you don't have children. Whether whatever season you're in in your life, whether it's the season of, pay, of getting out of debt and you like, oh my gosh, it's taking so long when I'm going to be out of debt already. You know, whatever season that you're in, right? You have the ability to, and the grace to be content in that season. And I have a scripture that I want you guys to kind of meditate on over the week. It's Philippians 4 and 12 through 13. It says, I, this is Paul talking. I know how to abound and I know how to abase. Everywhere in all things, I have learned how to both be full and hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Everybody know that scripture. I can do all things through Christ. But they failed to actually go back to 12, verse 12, and really think about what Paul is really saying in that moment. He's saying I can have be in lack and I can be in abundance and I'm still content in both seasons. I could be single and I could be married and I'm still content in both seasons. I could be on my job and I could be an entrepreneur and I'm still content with both seasons. So the ability that I have to be content in both seasons, that strength comes from Christ. So that's what he's saying. The strength that I have to be able to abound in the base, that strength comes from Christ. Through Christ, I can do all things. I can abound and I can abase through the strength of Christ. So that's what he's saying in that scripture. And so don't leave out verse 12 and just say, oh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, but you're complaining about you still being at your job because your God's called you to be an entrepreneur. So you're not abounding or you're not learning how to abound in the base in the season that you're in. And so what I really kind of want to focus in on today is helping you practically to learn how to be content in the season that you're in. So we talked about the single season, right? So this season is probably the most... 
for most people, it's probably, well, for people who desire to be married, it's probably one of the most challenging seasons because you have these dreams and these goals and you on Pinterest planning your wedding and you laying down fantasizing about your dress and how fabulous it's going to look walking down the aisle and how fine your man going to look, how awesome your honeymoon is going to be, how big your home is. And so you literally are seeing all these things in the spirit and in the natural, you're still single and you fine, but you're still single. Or you'd have been through 13 relationships and none of them was the one. And you still like God, like I'm 30, but I'm still single. And you gave me a word eight years ago saying that you were saving me, saving me for my husband who was probably fine, but it's been eight years, God, and I'm still not married and I'm almost 30, right? And so it can be difficult, not impossible. It can be difficult for you to be content in that season because you have so many things coming against you. You got the world telling you that if you're 30 and not married, something wrong with you. You got people in your family, mama and them saying, girl, you're 30, you're still not married. What's wrong with you? You got people coming against you. You got all these people on Instagram, all your friends getting engaged, everybody on Instagram getting married. You got all the wedding pages on Instagram that you follow, all the cute little brides, all the, you bridesmaids and everybody wedding, but you're still not married. And so I understand Oh my gosh, I totally understand. It can be, you know, hard when your focus has been, when marriage is your focus, right? Marriage should not be your focus. Christ should always be your focus, right? So when it comes to being content in the season, it has, your heart has to shift from marriage to Christ. Like your heart has to be bent towards God and your understanding has to really come forth through the Holy Spirit that there is an assignment for you to complete as a single. There are certain things that you have to do as a single. And until those things get done, you're going to remain in this season. And then you're going to transition into a marriage season. And so how many of you know, like knowing who you are now, even a year ago, some of y'all six months ago, if you would have got married before today, you would have ruined that person's life. I know for me, I wouldn't have not, I would have, oh my gosh. Like if y'all don't, y'all know me now. Like it's hard for some people to believe that how I used to be like when I was younger, like I would cuss anybody out. I was mean. I was like fighting boys. I was angry. I was had low self-esteem. I did not like myself. I didn't think I was beautiful. I will say who wants somebody like me? Like I don't even like myself. I would tell myself I was ugly when I looked in the mirror and you know, coming from that, by the grace of God, God delivering from all these things, but there was still residue of that left over, lingering around, trying to follow me where I was going. And so there was a point when I did, when I did have a boyfriend, I was bossy. I would try to manipulate him with my emotions. Yes, me. Oh my gosh. Could you even believe that girl? Yes. Like we all have things like that. Like I was saying last week, there are character things that God wants to work through you as a single, right? He wants you to have a revelation that you are a whole person. Like we are not two half of people trying to come together to make one whole person. You are a whole person. Your husband is a whole person. Y'all coming together under the anointing of Christ to pursue the life that he's called you to pursue. And so your single season is probably one of the most important seasons of your life because it's a season of development. It's a season of preparation. It's a season for you to find out your identity in Christ. It's a a season for you to start pursuing the things that God has for you. It's a season for you to be serving in the house of God. It's a season for you to, you know, be in your career, travel the world. It's a season for you to really come into the person that God's created you to be. And so what happens is, 
when we're so focused on marriage, when we're so focused on making marriage the end goal, we bypass. We don't even enjoy the season that we're in. We look up and this is how people, this is what usually happens. People who get married and who do that and they get married, they usually um, get to a point in their marriage where they feel like, I wish I would have stayed single a lot longer. Because now this now being marriage is so much married is so much different. I wish I would have traveled more. I wish I would have did more as a single because now I have a family. Now I have a husband. I can't just go where I want to go and not tell anybody. I can't just go and leave the country because now I have children that are in school. And so don't be that person that regrets doing all this stuff in your single season because you rush through that process. Allow God to develop in you. Girl, go travel the world. There's so many ways now that people can travel the world practically for free. There's so many apps that you can download like Dosh or like, um, let me just go on my phone and look them up because I got so many apps y'all that y'all can be getting cash back and you could pretty much travel for free. Rocket Miles. Rocket Miles is an app where when you book hotels, you get like thousands and tens of thousands of, of airline miles credited to your account. Download that. Mm-hmm. Skyscanner, help you find all the good deals. You can do like Dosh, which is a cashback app. Ibotta and, and like drop and stuff. Girl, it's no excuse why you should not be traveling all over the world with Jesus for free or for really cheap. And so be can like travel all over the world, serve in ministries. I serve on like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how many ministries I serve on, but I am busy about my father's business. I have a business that I run. I have so many other things that I'm a part of, volunteer programs and things like that. So that I, my mind is not consumed with marriage, right? When you, whatever you focus on in your life, you magnify that thing. So if you're so consumed and focused on being married, oh my gosh, I want to be married. Everybody in my family is married. All my sisters are married. All my friends are married. You now have made marriage an idol. And you have now, you're now worshiping the idea of being married instead of worshiping God. And so marriage has now taken God's place in your life. And so now you start to do any and everything to be married. You wake up thinking about being married. You go to sleep thinking about being married. And all of your energy is exerted towards marriage and none of it has been given over to God. And God's like, what? What? Do you know that one person who created your husband is over here? And you over here, you know, fantasizing about the idea of being married, but the one person that's, that can prepare you for marriage and that created you for marriage wants to have a relationship with you. And so there's so many things that you guys can work on in your single season and just learning how to be content. Number one, like I said, traveling is an amazing way to learn how to be content in your season. Because when you're traveling, especially when you travel alone, you learn so much about yourself. You learn, you know, what you like, what you don't like. You learn how to, you know, take care of yourself abroad or really learn how to, you know, negotiate or whatever it is people do, you know, out in other countries when they're negotiating different things. You really learn different cultures. You're more open to, you know, experiencing different types of people when you travel the world and all those apps go back and re-listen to the app part and really go back and download all those apps and ask the Lord to show you how you could travel for free. Like that's one of my declarations. I travel all over the world for free and I always get paid opportunities to travel. And so ask the Lord to help you get your life together and get your coins together so that you can start traveling the world so that you're not always thinking about dating somebody or being single. Or being, you know, why are you still single or thinking about marriage all the time? Uh, number two, serving in the house of God. Well, trust me, trust me, trust me when I say this. When you're serving and you really serving with all of your heart, you don't even have time to think about marriage because you think about serving the Lord. And so serving is an amazing way for you to just 
be in position. Like one of, you know, like she's like my auntie and my, she always say, Brittany, you need always be in position. Like you never know. Like I had missed church one day because not missed our church. Well, yeah. I missed our church to go to another church. And she called my sister like, I'm, I'm sorry. I ain't see y'all church. What was y'all at? And I was like, oh, we went to another. She was like, y'all could have went to both because this service was like later on in the day, <laughs> later on in the day. And I was like, Shelby, well, was my man at the church? Was my husband at? She was like, Brittany, you know what? You never know. That's why you always need to be in position because you never know when God's going to bring the answer to your prayer. And if you're out of position, you're out of the will of God. You're missing out on the answer to the prayer that you're praying. And so serving in the house of God, because it's, like you have to have a heart for serving and just think about it. Like your pastors can't do everything. They're not built to do everything. They're built to deliver the word of God and to steward a flock of people into the things of God. And so they need the hands and the feet and the arms and the legs and the eyes of the body of Christ to come alongside them to be able to help run the church as the organization. And so serving is so amazing. And so I would just pray because there was a point in time where I had moved from Baltimore to Waldorf and I had joined my church, you know, prior to that, like maybe a year before that had finally joined my church when I graduated college. Um, And I was had a desire to serve. And I'm like, God, um, where do you want me to serve? Like, where do you want me to be? in church. Like I, I, I want to serve on the ministry. Like I just had a heart to serve because I love God. And so I would say, if you don't have a heart to serve, then I will ask God to check your heart and show you what's in your heart and to help you re- help remove those things so that your heart can be bent towards him. Because when you have a heart for God, it's not like, oh my gosh, I got to serve. It's like, no, I get to serve. I get to serve in the children's church, or I get to serve on the social media team, or I get to serve in a team ministry. Like I get to serve as a deacon. And so it's so important that we just ask God to give us a heart for him and a heart for his people and a heart for his church. And God will help um, shift and help bend your heart towards him. And when it's bent towards him, you're going to have a desire to serve. You're going to have a desire to please God. And so serving is such an awesome way for you to take your mind, your focus off of being married and all these things that's not happening for you really get into, you know, the presence of God and really get your hands to the plow to serve because you never know if God's leading you to serve on a certain ministry. It's never by accident. Just know, just know there's never, never anything or any such thing called a coincidence. Everything happens for a reason. There's a reason why you're at your job. There's a reason why God's called you to serve in a certain ministry. There's a reason why God called you to open that business. There's a reason why God called you to be friends with certain people. There's a reason why God called you to go to the gym. The Lord literally gave me a vision. I I, I used to do yoga, right? The Lord gave me a vision in church of me throwing my yoga mat away and getting a gym membership. And I was like, what? Why would I throw my yoga mat away? I like yoga. God was like, throw your yoga mat away and I want you to get a gym membership. And I'm like, okay. And so... I was like, God, if you tell me to get a gym membership, then you're going to have to provide all the money I need for my membership. And God had provided the money the day before. It had just made me aware of it on that day. I was like, well, praise Jesus. I mean, down to the very last, uh, down to the very amount I needed, he had already provided for it. And so God will lead you and guide you in every area of your life. So if you feel like this leading or this tugging to go do a certain thing, like go to the gym or join a ministry or go, you know, join us a different, if you don't even have a church home, God will be 
tugging at your heart to join a certain church. Hey, if you live in the Washington, D.C. area and you don't have a church, come to VCMI Charles County. We have an awesome church in Waldorf. I know Waldorf is like in another country for like PG people, but or D.C. people feel like you're going to a whole nother world. But I'm telling you, my church is so lit and you will love it a lot. And so that's another thing. Uh, serving in the house of God will help you to be more content in your single season. And just like one of the biggest things that will help you be content in any season that you're in is building a relationship with God. Your relationship with God is probably the one of the most important relationships that you'll ever develop in your life because you're developing a relationship with the person who created you, the person who birthed you like spiritually birth you inside your mom. And so God has so many things that he wants to share with you. He has secrets that he wants to tell you about. He wants you to, he wants to teach you about your identity in Christ. He wants to tell you about your calling. He wants to show you things in the spirit. He wants to take you on these adventures in the spirit, but it all starts with the desire for you to get to know him. It all starts with the desire for you to build a relationship with him. When I started building, you know, a very strong relationship with God, like, I was so content in everything. I was like, you know what? I knew what God called me to do. I knew I was supposed to be a preacher. I knew I was supposed to go into all the world, preach the gospel, literally have, literally travel all over the world to preach. And even though that was a vision that God gave me eight years ago, the same vision he gave me when I, about my husband and everything, that was eight years ago. I knew I was always called to be a preacher. I spent eight years and I haven't done it publicly yet, but I do it behind the scenes all the time because this is my preparation season. And I'm okay with this season that I'm in because I know at this season that I'm in now, it will prepare me for the the next season. God will reward you publicly for the things that you do privately. Like I'm already a preacher. I preach all the time. I preach at my small group. I preach in church. Literally, I minister in church all the time. And so I minister in my everyday life when I'm at Starbucks, when I'm at the harbor, when I'm in my house with my family, like I'm always ministering to somebody. It's what's in me. It's who I am. And so a stage is not going to make me a preacher. Like having a a global, you know, prophetic ministry is not going to, it's not what's going to make me a preacher. Going into all the world and traveling all over the world and preaching at different events and at different people's churches, that's not going to make me a preacher. I'm already that on the inside of me. That's who I am. That's who I was born to be. And so eventually there'll be a shift where it goes for me doing it behind the scenes and privately when it, when it, there'll be a time when I do it publicly. And so likewise for you, whatever God's called you to do, doing it publicly is not going to make you that thing. You were born that thing. I was born a preacher. Some of you were born doctors. You were born lawyers. You were born pastors. You were born worship leaders. You were born businessmen or businesswomen. Like that's what you were born to be. Just because you don't have the business yet does not mean that you're not an entrepreneur. That's what you were born to do. The calling is inside of you. It's just you're, that calling is going to be resurrected or that calling is going to be birthed in a certain season of your life. And if you pay close attention to the season that God has you in, when you get to the next season, you'll be like, that's why I had to do that. That's why I had to stay at that job that long. That's why I had to move to that different state. That's why I was single for so long. That's why this, that's why that. It's so important that you just be content and not rush through that process. Y'all know I always talk about Heather Lindsay because I love her so much. So Heather has awesome stories. But this one story stuck out to me so much because it's like, man, it's so important for us to know God's seasons for our lives and not to rush through a season. And I remember she was telling a story about her husband. When her and her husband met, 
um, at church. And she said, my, I'm four years older than my husband. And she was saying that we met, he was 24 and she was 28. And she said, if I would have met my husband any sooner than what I did, I would have never considered him when he was a teenager and I was in my 20s. She would have been like, no, I'm not dating a teenager. But it, God had to wait for him to, to get into a certain season of age for them to meet because he knew that if Heather would have met him any sooner, she would have never considered him as a husband because of his age. And so you have to remember like the, God is not going to give you anything prematurely. He's going to wait for the ripe harvest, the right season for that thing to be perfect so that he can make that divine presentation in your life. It may, it's always a reason why God does not just release something on you, right? A lot of you are called to be millionaires. If God were to give you a million dollars now, you'd be broke by tomorrow because you already think about ways you're going to spend all your money. I'm going to buy this house. I'm going to buy this car. I'm going to take my mom on this vacation. Nothing wrong with all of those things. But God, if God's called you to steward that type of money, it's for a reason. Money has an assignment. It has a purpose. And if you don't understand your purpose, to be wealthy, you'll just waste it and you'll allow a poverty mindset to diminish it. And then you'll be like, God, well, you know what I'm saying? You're going to give me another million dollars. God's like, I can't even trust you with a dollar. I couldn't even trust you with the first million dollars I gave you. And so God has to take you through a process of development. Like even as an entrepreneur, right? There are certain things now that I look back on it, that God was, was literally preparing me on my job to be an entrepreneur. And I, I left my, that assignment at my, um, and my job early. So a lot of things I had to develop outside of that job. And I believe a lot of the people in the situation that I encounter was developing, developing me for the season I'm in now. And so stop trying to abort a season early by trying to brush through and rush through and get to the next season. Now, there's some development things that God wants to take you through. There's some character things that God wants to develop you in. And you just have to learn how to be content and just be patient. Like a lot of it just boils down to patience. The fruits of the spirit are in you. They're in you now. You just need to learn how to cultivate them. And one thing that a lot of people need to learn how to cultivate is patience. Knowing that it's not going to always happen when you think it should happen, how you think it should happen. I, you, Some of y'all had this idea in your head, I'm going to be married by 25. I'm going to have kids by 27. I'm going to be done with kids by 30 and I'm being a millionaire. Are you 30 now and none of those things happen? But are you content in that season of your life? Are you content when it not happening, you know, by 25, but maybe God have you married by 30 and kids by 40? You know what I'm saying? Like God's ways are not our ways. His plans are not our plans. And just like we go back to first Samuel chapter 16, that prayer or the answer to your prayer may not come in a six foot four tall, dark, and handsome package. It may come in a five foot seven brown skin, but he has a man after God's own heart, but he's still fine. His beard may come in a year later. And so, um, yeah, like my heart really for this episode is to help you really get it deep down in your heart that you have the ability through Christ, you have the grace to be content in the season. You have the grace to walk through this season and transition to the next season. And even think about it like this. Some of you may be wondering, like, how do I know what season I'm in? How would I know when I'm transitioning to a next season? God will place it on your heart. And he'll He'll send people around you to confirm that season. The reason why I knew that I was in the season of going into a marriage season is because, number one, God told it to me. And he also confirmed it to me through other people. And it started, the confirmation started becoming more like, a, I, would, I heard like a word from my pastor. And I'm like, whoa, like. 
It really is. And I will hear words from other people and they all, and they were all the same word. They all was like, they all like, how did you know what this person said? But they had never had a conversation about it. And I was like, okay, this really is the season for me, you know, to go into a marriage season. So just asking God what to do. And God said, like, I just want you to pray and I just want you to chill. And let me do what I'm doing. And so that's what I'm doing. And so God will always lay it on your heart when it's time for you to um, transition into a new season. Um, and just ask God to show you what to do. And he will always confirm his word. Whether that be through your pastor. It can be through somebody else, another spiritual leader. It can be through you listening to Joyce Meyer. It can be through a scripture that God has for you. It can be through a dream or somebody else can have a dream. And so God will always confirm that word. So it, you have to be very intentional about moving in the seasons of God, knowing when it's a season for you to leave something and pick up something else, knowing when you're a single season is ending and you're going into a dating um, and then a marriage season. Like you have to be aware of the seasons that God has you in so that you're operating in that perfect season, because in the middle of God's season of that season is going to be all the provision that you need for that season. God's not going to give you provision for 30 at 25. That's a different season. He'll give you 25 provision. He won't give you 30 provision early. And if 30 provision means a husband, then that husband is not going to come out of that five year. It's not going to come out the future and to you now. No, you got to wait and you got to be content because everything you need in the season that you're in is there. And one of you know my spiritual leaders at our church, she's always says that you can never look at someone else's life whether it be on social media or just people that you know and have a desire for what they have because you don't even know if that person's in God's season for their life. That may They may be outside of God's season and they may all of those things happen on their own. They may not be, even be in the will of God for their life. So you're trying to pursue something or pursue a lifestyle and that person's not even in the will of God for their life. So stop looking to social media. Number one, if you got to unfollow all those you know wedding profiles and all of those that not if you got to unfollow those those things don't follow them because it may be causing you to stumble in your walk it may be causing you to be impatient with your season and so you may have to unsubscribe from some email list you may have to lay down your pinterest board for your wedding for a season and allow god to really teach you how to be content and teach you and show you what season you're in in your life and he may be showing you that you're out of season, that you're you're off somewhere and you're not in the middle of God's season. I was out of season for two years and God gently put me back in the middle of his perfect season for my life. And when you're in God's season, there is no lack of provision because all this provision that you need for that season is already there. It'll come on the specific day, the specific time it's supposed to come. Every resource, every person, every provision, every opportunity that you need to complete your assignment in that season is already done. You won't have to try to figure it out on your own. God will lay something on your heart to pray about. You pray for it and you're coming in alignment with what heaven has already decreed. You're releasing your faith for what's already done and it will happen. And so we have to begin to pray. Even when it gets to prayer, I don't even know how I got here. But even when it comes to pray, we have to pray in season. We have to pray God's will for our lives for that season. So if you're ex God and even if it's, you know, I don't care. It's not the beginning of a year anymore, but even right now, if you don't know what season God had you on, if you don't know what God's called you to do for this year, pray and ask God to show you, God, what have you called me to do in this season? What have you called me to do in this year? And once God starts revealing those things for you, pray out those specific things and then ask God to show you what to do. He may say, I just want you to pray. I just want you to rest. I want you to start that business. I want you to, you know, go to the gym. I want you to cut out eating sugar. I want you to start, you know, 
uh, reading this book about dating. I want you to start consider dating. I want you to start going out to different events. Like God will show you what to do. You have to always be led by the Holy Spirit. But this is a big, big, big key for anybody who's listening to this. You have to make sure that you're in God's season for your life. There's a time and a season for everything under the sun. Don't go ahead of God's season for your life because his provision is not ahead of him. His provision is now. Now, his provision is not ahead of you. His provision is here right now. And a lot of you are in a season of struggle because you're outside of God's season. You're trying, you were trying to make a season happen. You're trying to make a business happen on your own. You're trying to force a relationship or force somebody into a marriage relationship. And it's a struggle. And when there's a struggle, that may be a sign or a clue to you that you're not in God's season. So pray and ask God, what season do you have me in? And, and am I in the middle of your will for my life? And if he says, no, I need you to lay that down. I need you to leave that. And I'm going to send you over here. And maybe you need to leave your job and he's going to have another job for you. And maybe you need to relieve relationship. He's going to take you on this amazing journey with him so that you can grow and develop. Whatever it is, make sure that you're in the season that God has for you. Pray, ask God to show you what season it is and what you should have in this season. When he shows it to you, he will confirm his word. Pray out that very thing that he showed you. Declare it over your life and whatever the Holy Spirit puts in your heart to do, only do that. That's how you become content in your in your season. And doesn't matter if it's a single season or a married season. Ask God to show you the season that you're supposed to be in and what you should have. Pray for those things. Declare those things over your life and pursue whatever it is God's telling you to pursue in that season. Because you'll begin to become seasonally minded so that your focus is now on pleasing God in this season, fulfilling God's assignment in this season so that you're not trying to look ahead and rush to the next season. You're so wrapped up in your assignment for your current season and that he'll begin to shift and move in your heart when it's time for you to, to transition into another season. And I'm telling you guys, God will reveal to you when it's time for you to shift into another season. You'll just feel it in your heart. Like, I feel like it's, it's time. I feel like, and and you may not know, Pray about it and go to your pastors and ask them to be in prayer with it about you, about it for you, um, and to see what if you know what they have to say about it, or just they may the Lord may speak a word to you through them. And so um, it's just so important, guys. Like I just, it's so important for you to be in the right season because I feel like a lot of you listening are not in the right season of your life, and you've been trying to rush to another season by doing all these things and nothing is working out for you because they were not supposed to work out because it's not the season for those things. It's not the season for you to be married. It's not the season for you to be in that business. It's not the season for you to be at that job. It's not the season for you to be doing some of the things that you're doing, but you're trying to do them anyway. And God's trying to, it's putting up a, a red stop sign. I'm seeing in this being a red stop sign. It's like, stop, surrender, Surrender these plans to me and I will begin to show you. And it'll be so much more graceful when you get onto God's plans for your life. When you step out of that season and into God's perfect season for your life, there'll be so much more of a grace. I'm telling you guys, I experienced this when I stepped into 2018. I was like, this is the season for me to do everything God called me to do that I thought I was supposed to do two years ago. No, this is the season for me to do it now. And even up until the Right now, it has not looked like I thought it was supposed to look. God gave me that word about the divine sudden and divine marriage in January, and it's April, and I'm still single. Like, it right now may not look like 
what God said it was going to look like. It may not look like it right now, but that doesn't mean that that God is lied. And this means that you're still going through your process. You're still going through your journey. And God has an appointed time. He has an appointed date on his calendar for you to meet that person, for you to start that business, for you to go into that promotion, for you to get that job, for you to move and travel all over the world. But you have to be content. Don't lose the vision. When God begins to tell you what you're called to do in this season, write it down. Write that vision. Make it plain so that you can run when you read it. Pray that thing out. Declare it over your life. Never stop declaring that word over your life. Don't allow the enemy to rob you and say, girl, it's May and you still single. What about your divine and sudden marriage? What about all of that? You still single. Like, I'm not going to allow the enemy to punk me out of my promises. What? He lost his whole mind. No, this is what God said. I'm standing in faith. I'm believing God. And this is what's going to happen. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care that it's May and I'm still single. I don't care that I'm still paying off debt. God told me this is my year of debt freedom. I don't care what it looks like. This is my year for supernatural debt freedom. I don't care if I'm still at my job. But God told me I'm going to be an entrepreneur. That's what God told me. So you have to be so in tune with what heaven is doing in this season. Right now, don't look to the past. Right now, God's doing something right now. He's doing a new thing right now. And you have to be in tune with what God is doing right now. This is a right now season. It's not a tomorrow season. It's a now season. You have to be in the now. Faith is now. Now faith is right now. And so ask God, what is he doing now in your life so that you can come into agreement with heaven and you can add your faith. You can declare that you can pray it out and you will begin to walk into those divine appointments. I'm telling you guys, this is your time. This is your season. Now is the time for you to step into the things that God's called you to step into in this season. Don't allow time to bully you. Like my pastor says, don't allow time to bully you. Just because you're 30 and you're single does not mean that you have been disqualified. Does not mean that God did not tell you you're supposed to be married. Does not mean that this is not your year for a divine and sudden marriage. If God's saying that to you, that word is for you. Take it, receive it, pray it out, declare it, and ask the Lord to show you what to do. He may just be telling you to pray. He may be telling you to get the business plan together. He may be telling you to go to the gym. He may be telling you to get a budget together so you can take control of your money so you can start paying off your debt. So whatever that is in your life, whatever that is, be content with that single. I mean, single. Be content with that season of your life because it every season is the greatest season of your life. It just gets better and better, but every season can be the greatest season of your life. And so I just really feel like God has so many things for a lot of you guys that are listening. And a lot of you guys, God just wants to shift you back into his season. You've been out of season. You've been out of position. But the grace of God is literally shifting you back into that season. Some of you know in your heart right now, like you got this churning in your stomach because you know that you're not in God's season. You know you're outside of the will of God. It's just take one act of faith. God, put me back onto your season. I'll lay down whatever I need to lay down. Show me and I will do it. Just as simple as that. Just repent. Ask God to show you and move forward. And so I really pray that this episode has really ministered to your heart because trust me, this is not an episode that I just thought of. No, it's something that I've experienced this whole year about why it's so important for us to be in God's season, to know the season. To number one, know the season, be in the season and declare whatever God shows you and just be 
faithful and obedient to do whatever God's calling you to do. And just because it's not right now, you don't see it with your physical eyes right now does not mean that it does not exist in the in the spirit. Everything in the natural was birthed out of the spirit. And just because God gave you a word that this was your year for a divine and sudden marriage, that you still sing when it's made, that doesn't mean anything. You can be dating right now and your boyfriend still ain't proposed to you. And you're like, God, you told me this. And God's like, I just need you to chill. I need you to rest in the finished works of Jesus. And I ask God, he made it be like, just chill, just pray. And then all of a sudden, bam, divine appointment. Yes, ring. And so just be patient, just chill and be content in the season that God has you in. And enjoy your life. Enjoy your relationship with God. And re- enjoy the people that are around you. And just enjoy every aspect of your life. Every day. Some of y'all just need to go and eat a Snickers or a cake pop and just chill. Because y'all just trying to do so much. Like, just chill. Like, God has your back. He has not forgotten you. He has not left you. He is with you even at this moment. Just be consumed with this presence. Turn on some worship music and just be in this presence. Just just enjoy it and breathe. So, I love all of you guys. And when I say that I'm speaking to myself, when I say this, I'm speaking to myself. So I really, I'm just letting you guys in on some conversations that I have had with the Lord, some things that the Lord has been checking me on and just using, you know, hopefully my story and my testimony inspired you to overcome. Um, Could we overcome by the blood of the lamb and a word about testimony? And so I'm really going to be praying for all of you guys, especially those of you who feel like you're not in God's season for your life, that you step out of God's timing for some things and that God will really put you back on his season. Just right now, Father, I just thank you for your grace, even through this podcast and that you're ministering to your hearts of your people right now. And for those of your people that are listening, I feel like they're outside of your season, that you just gently put them back on, that you speak to their hearts right now and you minister to them through the Holy Spirit and just show them what they need to do. Show them what the season is that they're in. Show them what they should have in this season and just put a fire on the inside of them that they will just be getting to burn for you. They'll be on fire for you and they'll be pursuing those things that you've called them to do. I thank you for the boldness that's rising up on them on the inside, that's rising up on them inside of them now. I thank you, Lord God, for the 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 seasons and the favor and the calling that you have for their lives. And I just thank you that this is their time. This is their season and that they will actively pursue that season and they will declare and they'll be bold and they will step into every single thing. It is not too late for them. They did not miss their calling. They did not miss their assignment. They did not miss the anointing. They did not miss the answer to their prayer. Now is their season in the name of Jesus. So I just encourage you guys to continue to go forward in your relationship with God and make that a matter of prayer today. Today, maybe you need to fast. When I'm trying to get clarity on a specific topic or issue in my life, I like to take three days and pray about it in the spirit. And I only pray about that for the next three days. And usually the Lord speaks to me. Sometimes it's even before the third day, but he'll begin to minister to me. Um, and I'll just write it down. and It'll be the confirmation of the answer that I'm needing for that specific thing at that time. Um, so just be open. Maybe you should spend dedicated time praying about that specific topic, just about God's season and God's will for you in this year and what you should be doing. And so I encourage all of you guys. I love all you guys. And I hope you guys have an amazing week. And I'll see you guys next week or hear you guys or listen to you guys or talk to you guys next week. Peace. Hey guys, I just want to personally take this moment to thank you for supporting the Gracefully Surrender podcast. I'm so excited because God has given me such a huge vision for the podcast for this year. 
And I'm so excited that you guys are supporting the vision and helping me to see God's plan come to pass in my life. And I just want to encourage you guys, for those of you who are listening who have never made Jesus the Lord of your life, I want to give you guys the opportunity to do that today. I truly believe that we are in a season of harvest and that there are going to be so many amazing people that come into the body of Christ. And I just want to welcome you guys to the family. And so if you're listening today and something I said truly minister to your heart, or you feel like the Lord's been tugging on your heart for some time now, and you need to make that decision, I'd encourage you to make it today. And I'm going to say a prayer with you and then we're going to welcome you into the kingdom. So all you have to do is repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. And I believe that I receive all that you have for me. And I thank you that it is already done. It's already finished. And Father, I just ask that you take my life and do something amazing with it. And that's it. You have been saved. Salvation has come to your house. And I encourage you at this moment to really get a Bible that you can read and understand and get into a good Bible-based church that's going to help you create an awesome foundation in the Lord. Start going after God. Start, you know, asking him to reveal his plan and your purpose and just be on fire for the Lord. And if that's you, I encourage you to hit me up via email or DM and let me know that you received salvation. And I just want to celebrate you in that moment. So I believe that I receive harvest in this season. I thank you, Lord God. And I just praise you in the middle of this outro right now in the name of Jesus. And I just thank you. And I look forward to talking to you guys soon. Peace.